Hey guys, welcome to Let That Shit Grow podcast. This is Brooke. I am your host. Today, I am going to talk to you guys about the moon and how it's helped me heal on my journey. So let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. I had planned to do this episode with a friend of mine, and we actually got together last night, had everything set up, but we just get going. This is my like ADHD friend along with me. Like when we record, it will be interesting, I'm sure. Looking forward to that. But we just got caught up on connecting and just catching up on things, and we just decided, you know what, we'll record another time which is totally fine. So I think there will be another part to this, maybe with her about her experience while doing this and me introducing it to her. So stay tuned for that. We may stay on that topic and we may not. I have no idea. But I wanted to make sure I got this episode out by today, if at all possible, just because there is a full moon tonight. And uh, if you need a date reminder, this is November 27th. So full moon tonight. This full moon has been really cool, I feel like, because it's had, I don't know, depending on where you live, but here where I'm at, there was like this really cool ring around the full moon two nights in a row. And it's funny, like the conversations I had with people, like some people are like, oh my gosh, it looks so weird. It was like an alien invasion. And then there's like other people who like just admired it and thought it was like the prettiest thing ever. So it is funny, like hearing different people's perspectives on that. And I thought that was cool. Um, Super neat. But this full moon and why it's significant is it is the last full moon of autumn. And this full moon, I believe, is in Gemini. And my sun rising is Gemini. And I have totally felt super connected to this full moon phase leading up to this. So this month for me has been a freaking ride. Um, More downs than ups, but I'm embracing my downs now. So I really am just learning and growing and just trying to understand myself every time I have a tower moment and just every time something is like not jiving with me and triggering me and I just know it it's coming to me for a reason and there's something about that trigger that I need to really dive deeper on and heal and the more I just kept facing this battle this month leading up to this full moon I realized like holy shit there is definitely a bigger purpose to this and I really need to look at this and look at the bigger picture but I'm curious while we're talking about it, like what has your guys's experience been? Just want you to think about this for a minute. What has your month been like leading up to today? Um, did you feel energetic? Did you feel more down this month? Did you feel like there was a lot of, um, financial issues or maybe financial abundance coming Uh, Do you feel like you are finding more of your purpose, the route you need to go? Do you feel like your communication was lacking? So kind of think about that for a minute. But I would say if you're unsure, like 
maybe try to think of like, what was your biggest obstacle this month? And was it consistent? Was it the same thing? Or maybe it wasn't an obstacle. Maybe maybe it was a good thing. So what was like the positive this month? And it seemed to be consistent and repetitive, like the same good thing just kept happening. Like there was like a pattern of it. For me, it was straight up communication. Every time I talk to someone this month, I'm like, dude, the communication this month is unreal. Like it sucks. I'm not liking it. I'm not liking the conversations I'm having. I'm not liking the miscommunication on like my intentions, other people's intentions. It just was a freaking shit show. Like constant miscommunication. And at the beginning of the month, it started off pretty chill, like just little stuff that I just was getting annoyed with that like, okay, maybe they just didn't hear me or okay, they just misunderstood me. That's okay. Or I misunderstood them or I didn't hear them right, whatever. So a little miscommunication. And then every single day, week, I swear to you guys, there was something just lacking in communication for me. And it was super noticeable. It was like the main point of my day was that miscommunication or whatever, just communication wise going wrong. And finally, it just kind of hit me near the end of this month that I'm in going into a full moon in Gemini. And this moon is really connecting with me. And when I looked into it, this moon is all about communication. I'm like, holy crap, like, no wonder I kept running into this obstacle. And, you know, it's funny how when you start working with the moon, it does really connect. Like the dots start to connect a lot. And I've really started to notice that. And I've been working with the moon for quite a while. And when I saw that this moon was about communication for me, I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. 1000% for those hard conversations, the good conversations, the mis communication, all of it, you name it, I had it. But I noticed near the end of the month, I like, could only take so much like, I understood that it needed to happen. I understood that the universe was presenting this obstacle to me for a reason. And I needed to figure out how to cope with miscommunication. I was realizing that, that I needed to come to terms that not everyone is going to understand my intentions. Not everyone's going to understand me as a person. Not everyone is going to hear me the way I'm trying to put myself out there in the in the way I'm meaning. And that that has to be okay because I cannot control what other people think. I cannot control how people interpret my words. You know, all I can do is speak my truth and try my best to communicate and relay conversations to be fixed or be had. And that's all I can literally do. And the rest is on everyone else, you know. And so I was having this mental battle and I've been in this phase and I think I've kind of talked to you guys about it a little bit, but I've really been trying to internalize everything lately. Like, I do not want to go talk to my friends or anybody about what I'm battling because I want to be able to form an opinion and just know what I really want out of that situation without getting anyone else's perspective on it because I don't want it to... I don't know. I don't want it to affect, like, what I would do. And I really wanted to make sure that the decisions I'm making now are my decisions and 
really aligning with who I am and not letting other people's alignment affect that. And so that's been difficult because I've been battling a lot of stuff internally and I am not speaking about it. I'm literally sitting with this emotion and I guess even questions that I need answers to and just the battles I'm having, just totally sitting with it without venting, without talking, nothing, like just sitting with it. And that is new to me. I've never been like that. I've always been the one to go and seek advice from others and get other people's opinions and vent and I don't know, like nag about certain things or whatever it may be, but I have been sitting internally with things for months now and I really wanted to understand what direction I'm going for myself without anyone influencing that and then it kind of dawned on me and I've said this before and sometimes you just need to take your own advice kind of thing like it's so much easier for me to give advice to others and then it's hard for me to take my own advice or hear take advice from others too but You can only sit and internalize something for so long before you just have to say, you know what, I need to talk to somebody. And that's just kind of where I got, like, I just need to go talk to somebody and that's okay. But this month has really just freaking tossed me in a ringer and just really put things in perspective for me. And I am realizing that, you know, it's okay to be super internal about things, but it's okay to like find people you trust too. And I've realized this month, like I haven't been able to trust people for a really long time and I don't want to get hurt and I don't want to tell someone something and then, you know, they betray me or anything. So I just don't talk to people about serious things. Like, yeah, I have a podcast. I talk to you guys about this kind of stuff, but like, this is such a watered down version of my thoughts. And I've noticed even like with communication from my end, when I have to listen back to episodes and make sure everything went through clearly to upload it and all of that, I don't edit anything. For one, I'm a grandma technology, wouldn't even know how to do it anyway, but it's just like I... I have to make sure it goes through clearly before I upload it because I don't want it to be like glitchy and stuff the whole time. So like I have noticed for a really long time when I hear myself back in some months are worse than others. Like I can hear myself really struggling to speak. Like I feel like I can't catch my breath. I can hear me like not breathing through it. I can hear the stuttering. I can hear the choking back. I can hear the resistance and just speaking. And this is all just coming to me this month. Like, oh my gosh, like communication is really one of my my things that I need to heal and work on. And, you know, I think there's multiple reasons why that was all happening and maybe will still happen. But I just have to realize that it's okay to not people please. It's okay to not always say the right thing. And if it's if it's right for me, then that's all I can do. And I can't help if that triggers somebody. And I, that's always my biggest fear. Like, well, I have to really pay attention to what I say because I don't want someone to be triggered by that. And I don't want to offend anybody. So when I'm speaking to you guys on these episodes, I'm not just like rambling on talking and maybe that's what it sounds like, but in my head, I am also very cautious about the words that are about to come out. So before I even say the word, I'm processing it, then saying it, processing, then saying it. And 
I've noticed even with interviews with people, I, it is so freaking cringing. Like I cringe so bad watching videos of me with people in interviews. I really hate it. I judge myself, nitpick myself. My communication sucks. My mic broke, like wouldn't work for two different interviews this month. Felt like the communication on my end was so awful compared to their end and like was worried that that was you know, going to sound bad for you guys and like just trying to accept it for what it is and uploading it anyway was really hard. But I noticed what was cringing and I've noticed this with every single interview I've done. And I know it's kind of my personality too. Like I can get really wound up and when I'm really passionate, I will like and it's like super ADHD, super crazy and just like all over the place. And that's why my friend and I kind of laugh when we hang out and talk because it is like we're here, we're there, we're here, we're there, we're up, we're down, we're here, we're there. And it's like, holy crap, like what were we even talking about? But that's how I feel sometimes like with the podcast like I feel like sometimes I kind of get all over the place but I'm just going with where my mind is taking me but the thing that is cringing for me to watch and I always wonder if this is what if I look like how I sound if that makes sense but what has been bothering me watching those back is how amped up I am and how fast I'm trying to hurry up and speak what I need to say So like the last podcast I did with Katie, she is so just very calm and patient with her words. Like it just, she takes her time and she breathes through it and like super calm. Like right now I'm like getting calm, just channeling her. And then it goes over to me and I'm like, and I'm like, looks like I'm on crack or something no offense but if that offends you sorry but seriously I am like totally amped out it's like I drank a energy drink or a coffee with with extra espresso before getting on these interviews and it's every single one of them it's not just with Katie it's with everybody And I realized this month with communication and watching that back and really dealing with that internally is I feel like I have to hurry up and say what I need to say because someone's going to cut me off. And I think it's just been part of my my life and just the battles I've had and like Maybe it's because I come from a family with a lot of siblings. So like sometimes you had to hurry up and say what you needed to say before another kid came in and like needed something. I really don't know. I don't need to know why it's happening. I just know it's happening. And I'm fully aware that I am just just really fast with my words and just hurrying up and speaking really, really quickly. And so my goal right now for communication is to take my time, breathe through my words, and just know that I don't have to rush through my episodes and I don't have to feel like I'm put on a timer and I have to hurry up and say what I need to say because I'm never going to run out of time. Like time is on my side with this. That's what cracks me up. But when I'm talking to these people and I'm talking to you guys, even on my own, I am like speaking so fast and like really trying to get through it because I it's like someone's going to cut me off or something so I'm going to do better about that that is something I need to work on so I apologize if that's like 
a pet peeve of yours with me and maybe you haven't noticed it now you are now you're gonna be like oh I can't do this I can't listen to her anymore it's fine I get it but yeah that was another communication thing for me I've noticed lately that was oof, like that's a rough that's a really hard one to deal with so it wasn't just with other people around me it was also with myself and how I communicate and my oldest son also like will tell me all the time like what did you say and then I get so frustrated like how did you not just hear what I said and he's like you mumble like you don't speak clearly and I don't like when I'm in a conversation and I'm like talking to kids I'm like walking the opposite way I'm busy doing something I'm not looking at them having a direct conversation I'm like doing something while I'm talking to them and then I'm rambling 100 miles an hour you know with my words so definitely noticeable definitely something I became aware of this month so how I started working with the moon and we'll get into that um I just want to let you guys know like I understand that this is not for everybody like I'm fully aware that working with the moon to some people is a little woo-woo I get it totally understand and respect that but if you are in beginning stages of healing or any stage of healing or if you just want to like release things that no longer serve you and you just want better things to come to you and you just need that creative outlet for it and you just need the practice of even like gratitude and just being aware of what you don't want and what you do want this is to me in my opinion a really good place to start so how I work with the moon and I know there's different um, practices and stuff but this is just how I do it and when I led women's circle a while back it was over I think it was like the strawberry moon or something like that and so uh, I taught the women in the women's circle how to do this and some of them had really good experiences and it really helped them I will say this is something you can't just do one time and expect to see a change or a difference in and when you do this, you need to do everything that is required. You can't just do step one and not do step two and three. And then you do step four, but then you didn't do step two, three, and five. You know what I mean? You really have to set your intentions and really follow through with every step because there's every step is needed. Every part of this practice is needed in order for it to all be connected and to, you know, help with this, with the healing process. So what I do is I list out everything that I want to release in my life or things that just no longer serve me. And it can be anything. It can be friendships, relationships. It can be money issues. It can be um, negative thought patterns, negative self-talk, um, body image issues. It can be anything, really just anything you are struggling with. What I would suggest, especially starting out, I would suggest staying in a category. So if you want to work on releasing negative people or, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people kind of thing, I would focus on just relationships, connection with others, uh, friendships, stuff like that. I would stay in that proximity of like what that looks like. If you are wanting to bring in more abundance and opportunities, I would focus on that just itself as a category, like financial and opportunities. 
if you are wanting to focus more on um, yourself, like how you view yourself as a person and just your characteristics, I would keep that as a category. So hopefully this is all making sense so far. So when I first started, just to give you guys an example, I really wanted to remove something from my life that I knew was doing more harm than good. But it was something I had to deal with as it was happening. I knew it wasn't something I could just do on my own. I knew and was fully aware it was going to take more than just that. But it was more of a goal for me. And so I put that down as a release. Like, I no longer want this in my life. I remove it from my life. And when I make a list of things I'm removing, I will say on the paper as I write it, like, I release my negative thoughts. I release my body issue thoughts in my head of what I view of myself. I release negative conversations, toxic energy. So as you're making your list, make sure you're writing it as if it's already happened. Like I re or you are releasing it, I guess. So I release this. I release that. Da, 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 da. Do that. You're going to fold the paper away from you. You don't want to bring it in to you. You want to take it away. So fold your paper away from you. All right. So you wrote down your releases. You follow the paper away from you. So next what you do is you get a bottle of water, jar of water. It does not matter. It can be in plastic glass, whatever. I always use a, like a huge mason jar and I'll do multiple, multiple of them. Sometimes, sometimes I do a really big, like pitcher glass jar type deal thing. You can do as little or as much as you want. You don't have to do a lot and you can do just a little starting off. It's totally up to you. So you make your pitcher of water. It doesn't matter what type of water. I prefer to use spring water. That's my preference in a big glass jar. So that's what I do. And then you set it out on the night of the full moon. So tonight, if you do this tonight, you'll set out your water tonight in the moonlight as best as you can. Like you may not get it directly under the moonlight, but as long as it's outside with the moon overnight, that's all you really need to do. So when you set out your moon water you're going to put the paper that you wrote down your list of releases to under it. I tape mine with just scotch tape underneath the mason jar just so it doesn't fly away or anything. And then I leave it out overnight. If you practice healing with crystals, you can definitely put the crystals out on top of the jar. I do that sometimes as well or around it, whatever you feel um, to kind of amplify that. If that's what's something you connect with, absolutely do that. And then first thing in the morning, go out and grab your moon water and remove the paper that you wrote your releases down to and destroy it. Like you can tear it up in pieces and throw it away. You can light it on fire and burn it. You can do whatever you want. I like sitting outside that following night and releasing it with a flame and just burning it like in a candle or something outside on the porch and just letting it be with the universe kind of thing like taking it away um but that's just what I do you can do it however you want so just kind of get rid of that paper if you can some people keep it and that's okay too I just get so much satisfaction out of destroying it because to me it's like okay be gone kind of thing um so you do that so then the next day what I do is 
I start manifesting things because what this is doing, what this practice is doing and the main point of this practice is you have to remove things from your life in order to bring new things in. You cannot attract the best things or the bad things even if you have too much energy around you. You can only take on so much energy in your energetic field. So you have to move things out of your energetic field in order for new things to come in. And when you make room for things, you want to make sure obviously that those things are good. You don't want to bring in negative things. And sometimes that happens. Like sometimes if your vibration is super low and you're in a low vibrational state and like you self-sabotage and you let go of something and release it not even like with the moon just in general like or maybe you stop talking to your friends and start isolating yourself and you've removed those people out of your life in a negative way more negative things are going to come and then it like swallows you whole so it is so important to really set your intentions when you do this like I am letting go of all these things releasing it that's what the paper is for it's setting your intention and so Now that those things are being removed from your life, you want to make sure you start setting your intentions and staying in a high vibrational state of what you want to bring in that's positive. So if you're focusing on bettering your surround or like making your surroundings better and just surrounding yourself with the right people, if that's the category you're kind of falling into, then when you manifest the next day, write down on your paper, I have amazing friends. I have supportive friends. I have a supportive partner who loves me unconditionally and like make it as if it's already happened and that's your manifest list. And when you do this, you're going to fold it towards you because you want to bring this into you. And then you can put that paper wherever you want that feels safe. Like sometimes I just stick it in my journal or I'll just write my manifest list in my journal Um, And then just fold it away or fold it towards me and just stick it back in there until the next full moon or whatever, just to kind of self-reflect back on it. So there's the full moon every month. You can do this every single month. And the more you practice it, the more you're going to start to see a difference. So when I did my first full moon, that one thing that I really wanted to be removed from my life that I knew was going to be difficult, it was probably, when I wrote it, I thought it was very unrealistic, to be honest, but I really just wanted to set the intention of, if it's possible, I would like to do this. And when I led my women's circle, it was for that strawberry full moon, which was, I believe, like five months after the first full moon I worked with. And as I was setting up for it and just kind of setting my intentions for that circle, I started to self-reflect back on like what my first uh, moon water experience was and what it did for me. And it dawned on me in that moment, that thing that I thought was so unrealistic to remove from my life that I wrote down as my number one thing to release, it was no longer in my life at that time. So four months, five months into working with the moon, this thing had removed itself. And it was a tower moment. It was really difficult when it was happening. And it happened like the universe made it happen. It wasn't something I went and did myself. It it literally happened and it was causing me harm and I had to stop. So it removed itself. It's wild. Like it seriously blew my mind in that moment when I was self-reflecting back. I was like, 
holy moly, like that really did work. Like this is crazy. And how reassuring it was for me in that moment before the women's circle making moon water. And so I made sure to talk about that in the circle. Like, and I was very open with what that was and stuff. Um, but see again, like I have to think about who I'm offending, what I'm offending. You know what I mean? It's so ridiculous when I do this stuff, but I'm working on it and I will try to be more open with you guys. I just really need to practice not worrying about offending anybody. Um, but for now that's what it is. And so really proud of myself for that. I had a few hiccups where I thought, eh, I might resort back to that again. And the universe is like, no, you're not like, you're not doing that. And I'm not like still not. So it is weird how things work out the way that they're supposed to, but working with the moon and setting my intentions really did make a huge difference. Another thing I was struggling with was like not really before I started working with the full moon, I was fully aware that the people I was surrounding myself with were not, I don't know, you know, like the saying, like, do you feel better when you leave a room after hanging out with someone or do you feel worse? I was not feeling good leaving certain rooms, you know what I mean? And so I really wanted better for myself. I needed better for myself mentally and just who I was surrounding myself with that was kind of another thing I've set intentions on. And the people I'm surrounded with today are so amazing and so good. Like I, I have so many good people in my corner and I don't remember a time where I had this many, um, connections that were truly love and light and just good intentions and really just want the best for me. And I know that may sound crazy to people, but like that is my reality. I didn't always have that. So, and sometimes I struggle with that. Sometimes I like try to self-sabotage it and not trust people and don't open up and I'm not vulnerable. And I'm realizing with communication this month, I have to start trusting people. And just a side note on trust, ADHD brain here, side note on trust is you are never going to know if you can trust someone until you give them a reason not to. So if you give someone a conversation or a moment of trust and you talk to them and you open up or whatever it may be and it scares you because you don't naturally trust people, do it anyway. Because what this is going to do is it's going to show you their true colors. Are they going to betray you? Are they going to talk about your conversation to other people? It will get back to you. It always does. So like my whole thing is okay, I will give you my trust until you give me a reason not to trust you. And I will do that. Even if it hurts, even if it really blindsides me, I will do it because I know how important this life is to have trust. So side note from that, if anyone's struggling with trusting people and maybe you're not vulnerable and having a hard time with communication like me, that's kind of a little push in the right direction, hopefully for you all as well. So my whole, um, conversation with my friend that I was going to have with this was her experience working with the moon because I believe it's helped her quite a bit she says it has and I just thought it would be cool for you guys to hear her perspective on working with the moon water and how I introduced that to her and how it's helped her and how and how she went about that and still does on her own um I've seen her come such a long way in her own journey she's going through with just self-awareness and self-love and just appreciating who she is as an individual and I'm just really proud of her and she just cracks me up she always makes me feel better when I leave a room 
and I look forward to recording with her and just bringing her energy on for an episode so you guys can all meet her. Um, so I'm thinking about doing that. So if there's any questions you guys have about Moonwater or the experience or what it's about, if there's anything I didn't touch on, feel free to email me or you can even message me on the podcast page on Instagram and let me know what your questions are, even concerns or whatever. Um, and I will make sure to bring those up when I record with her while we're on subject. So anyway, I hope this helps. Enjoy this last autumn full moon. Set your intentions, write down your releases, set your moon water out, bring it in the next day. You can use this water for so many things. You can drink it. You can put it in a little bit in your bath water. You can put it in your Keurig for your coffee. You can water your plants. You can cook with it. And every time you use the water, set your intentions and think about all the amazing things you're about to bring in to replace the things you uh, released. So every time you use the water, think about those things that you're bringing in that's positive and you're always doing that and it's going to come, you're attracting it and it, it does work. It works for me and I believe it could help so many people and I just wanted to share this experience with you all because I really think it can make a difference in somebody's life just by taking that step of setting intentions and releasing what's no longer serving them. So I hope this helps you guys. I hope you're able to connect with this episode. I know it's a little bit different and that's totally fine. Um, Let me know what you guys think and I will make sure to touch base on any questions you guys may have when I talk to my friend. Have a good day.